What you about to witness is my thoughts. Just my thoughts, man. That last little five minutes didn't get recorded. Oh, that was that was cute. I'm glad. What? I'm glad that was what I got it's to hot. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jeremy here. And this is the episode that uh, really everybody's been waiting for. Uh, I've been getting lots of calls, texts, letters by mail, faxes, <laughs> emails, and it, it's very clear what the people want. The people want Dr. Jordan Burns. On the podcast. So, here he is, folks. What's up, brother man? Hey, man. If by people, I think you mean just you and potentially Ryan Strebel. That's probably true. Yeah. Yep. It is, uh, well, we're two of them. Uh, there two might of my be biggest two fans. Three. Yeah, yeah. Two of your good friends. What's going on, man? You just get off work, look good as always. I like the tie. Thanks. I, I was actually just thinking that. I was like, I think the last time we got lunch together, I was wearing this exact thing. Cause I remember you took a you took a video of you, just like in sweats, oh. and then me in a shirt and tie. And I was like, I think I was wearing that exact same shirt. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. We both got our uniforms on. You always got the tie. I always got sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do have the corduroys on today. But hey, man, it's part of my brand. I just you know wear whatever the fuck I want, whatever feels whatever feels comfortable. You're dressed up today. I am dressed up with my hoodie. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Talk to me. Tell me your life story. My life story. Life's been good lately, man. And it's so funny. I mean, we met like a year ago, a year and some change ago. Yeah. And I don't know, the past like two months, really, I stopped drinking alcohol two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about that before we started recording. And the You've seen some big improvements? I really have. It's been It's been pretty <laughs> crazy, honestly, though, like. Just the the changes that have happened in my life. What caused you to do that? Um, I, like, I like having a drink. I did right, sober right. October kind of for sure. Um, a lot of reasons. I think the final reason was like I just kept having conversations about people doing be, being sober curious, and mm-hmm. it was like you know we're constantly challenge ourselves to be uncomfortable and like do new things and just like try things out. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. I've had a friend die in a drunk driving accident. I've had two friends recently uh, total their cars from drinking sure. um, and get their license suspended for a year. Uh, have an alcoholic uncle that I haven't talked to since I was like 16. Um, yeah, and then I just had a bunch of people who just kept coming up in conversation about like sober curious because it's never been an issue for me. Um, I've always been like fun mm-hmm. and drinking and super yeah. center of attention social person. Um, but then... You? What? You? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's just been really interesting to see, you know, I've done every social situation the past two months. I mean, I've been to a wedding, I've been to mm-hmm. bars, clubs, you know, social gatherings, birthday parties, whatever, everywhere where you would drink, and I haven't, and it's been fine. Yeah, we've had a good time together, both drunk and not drunk. Um but it's nice because even when, you know, I went on my first date with Kayla, you know, that was when we sit down for dinner. And obviously, when you go on a first date with somebody, what's the first thing you do? Yeah, let me get you a get drink. A drink. Yeah, that's right. You get a drink because you're trying to take the edge off and be like, all right, I need to calm down so I'm not so nervous. We didn't have that. She's like, are you going to drink? And I was like, oh, shit, I haven't told her. I was like, <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. Um, but it was nice because it does. It, it forces you to feel a little uncomfortable. Because you're used to always having that to go back on. I think it's like you were talking about, you've heard people wanting, or they're talking about like sober curious, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting way to put it and makes sense. Um, I think a lot more people are starting to look at this. I think that's, you know, part of the success of the Heineken. Have you seen the Heineken 0.0? No. They have a beer supposedly that has no alcohol, but it still tastes really good. So during Sober October, I was like, you know what? I love beer. I'm going to try myself a non-alcoholic beer, and it was disgusting. Yeah, I bet. I can't even say the name because they'll probably sue me for defamation. It was terrible. (laughs) And 
I never got around to trying the Heineken Zero Zero, but I'm interested in it because, like, I did the, the Sober October thing, minus our race, and after the first couple of weeks, it was like, okay, I'm just not drinking. It's nothing. But, you know, I do love a good beer. So, wondering if there's something to that. I'm kind of interested to see how that non-alcoholic beer thing is. I would like that, too, honestly. I, would, I wouldn't mind having... Like a Heineken bottle, just because the only the only negative I've found in the two months that it's happened is that the obvious negative is that it's weird for other people in social situations. They're just mm-hmm. like, "What's wrong? Like, what are you an alcoholic? Me? Like, why are you not drinking?" Or yeah, like I'm judging you because you drink. It's like that's cool. I don't care what you want to do. Um, so I normally will have, you know, like water with a lime in it, so yeah. that it looks like it's an alcoholic drink. There you go. Um. So soda water, you ever have that? Not really. I just do water. Yeah. Soda water is like a go-to for, like if you're in the industry, a lot of people would just get soda so it looks like they're drinking something. Good okay. Way to go. So you got some big changes in business too, right? Big changes in business. Um, not official, but I mean, okay. being talked about, going to be an owner of the office that I'm at, finally. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. I... uh it's funny because, I mean, I already told you this, but you get in this personal growth, personal development stage of your life, Not maybe not everybody, but then you, you try to chase fear and you're like, I have to do whatever the scariest thing is because that's the thing that's going to make me grow the most and that's what I have to do. And it's like, it's just not true. You don't have to do that. Like, you can still do, like, owning an office is no is djb essentially you know like my whole instagram my whole brand of everything is what i've been building i've been building at this office in fishers and it's like why would i bail on that Mm -hmm. when i've been building this for two and a half years i can be an owner now which means i collect everything that i'm making and i will now have say in the energy and the vibe and the influence and the mission statement and the values something happened oh we're still good my bad my uh she just froze, but continue, please, my bad. No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> that well, was one right. of my biggest things was I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to have say in the energy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it didn't help having me in your ear be like, yeah, dude, what do you need? Let's do it. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was the fear thing. It was you feel like you have to chase fear. You have to go out on your own and do it by yourself, and I'm going to totally mess up. It's What's the old African proverb? It's like if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together or mm-hmm. whatever, however you say that thing. And it's like, it's so true. It's like, I'm, I'm out here trying to start my own thing because I think like, that's what I have to do. And it's like, no, I have a family. I literally built a family at this office in Fisher for two and a half years. Like just be a part of it. Okay. Cause I, cause yeah, I typed. So every, I mean, you follow me, but every morning I, repost the same two accounts on my Instagram. One's a message of love and one's healing energy tools. I read those two out loud to myself every day too. I think that's a really cool habit that people should do more. Um, but reading then, out loud or reading something specific? Uh, reading positivity out loud. I agree. Speaking, kind of speaking it out. Yep. And then sometimes I'll just take a picture of like a black screen and then type over my own positivity mm-hmm. or whatever and I that's what I did. I did something and then I read it back to myself and it was just this revelation of like oh i need to listen to my own freaking advice i don't need to open an office (laughs) i need to do this how uh when did you start i know it's been a while when did you start posting the those two accounts every day that's a really good question it's been going for a while it's been going for a while are you doing it for a year you're just doing it forever uh yeah i just really like it Uh, i think (laughs) because that's that's how i start my day I, i read those two things out loud to myself every day um, some hit home more than others, mm-hmm. but I, I, pre- I typically will appreciate them. So, yeah, the consistency thing is probably good for you as well as, you know, people know that they can count on you to share that with them. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like too, that it automatically gives me two posts on my story every day too. Cause some days yeah. if I get busy at the office, like, and I'm not thinking to, post me adjusting somebody or post cupping or post literally anything at the office, I'll at least like, okay, well, I got two posts. 
Are you doing as much of that as you used to? Not at all. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, I was just thinking about it today. <clears throat> I've really, I've really slacked on, on documenting chiropractic on my story mm-hmm. for sure. Is that because, do you think like you're more, obviously I know like you're passionate about what you do, but are you more focused on growing your, basically the, the minds portion? Of I've minds been so focused on the aligning spines and minds aspect for sure. Um, but yeah, that's really it. So I'm to just, back up, if anybody doesn't follow DJB here, it's at Dr. Jordan Burns. Oh yeah, yeah, right. we got a lot to talk about to and back up on. <laughs> yeah, no, we kind of skipped about thirty steps. <laughs> Who are you? So <laughs> Jordan is a chiropractor here in Indianapolis. Um, he practices out of Pro Wellness up in Fishers, Indiana, which is a suburb of Indy. Um, he and I met, uh, like you said, about a month and some change ago. He reached out and said, hey, let's get together. A year and some change ago. Yeah. What did I say, a month? Yeah. It's August uh, last year. I'm, like, really concerned. Is this damn thing recording? We'll be right back. Sean Dill. Ever heard of him? I have not. We are back on, though. Sorry, folks. Had some technical difficulties there. I don't really know what it was, but something happened. But we're back. We're back, baby. And DJ You were talking B, about me being yes. in Fishers at the suburb of Indianapolis. And we met. And we met yes. in August of last year because I reached out to you on Instagram. Yes. And I came out to see you. You lined me up, right? Yeah. And then we just kind of talked, and then here we are. We're really good friends. Yeah. And we're going to a basketball game together. We're going to a basketball game on Saturday, <laughs> baby. It's going to be good. Shout out Let's to go. Kayla. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla. I appreciate you. So you were, a lot of people don't know that you ran track in college and not just like, you know, just little college you went to, Indiana University, which is, mm-hmm. a, they're a pretty good track program too, right? We're okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what'd you do there? 400? 400. Yep. Nice. Sprinter. Okay, and so we meet, um, and the, I think the really the thing that really made it like pop off was that fucking giveaway for this thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I did some research on social media do's and don'ts, and one of the big do's is you know people really like free stuff. So I just kind of was thinking to myself, I was like, what do I see a lot of, and like, what would people want? And the recovery room, shout out to the recovery room, they used to post Hypervolt videos and pictures all the time. And I was like, what are these things? And I decided to give one away. And it was awesome. That was really one of the best things I've done for my Instagram in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Couldn't do a giveaway forever. We talk about this way too much. So, let's skip all that. Okay. Now people know who you are. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, ish. Keep going. <laughs> Tell well, me more. I posted a video about that recently. I mean, I was actually been thinking about this because I, when I started my Instagram, you know, I had a few goals, a few purposes, if you will, behind it, and you're thinking so small. And as you start to, like, build this brand and build your social medias, you start to be like, okay, how do I appeal to more than just Indianapolis? Because mm-hmm. I'm right, like, from the very beginning, the top of my bio, it says Dr. Jordan Burns, but, like, my name would say Indianapolis Chiropractor. Mm-hmm. I've changed that recently. I don't know if you've seen. It says, it? it says DJB, <laughs> which is a Love nickname it. that you gave me. I did? Um, yeah, you definitely started calling me that first. Yeah, let's go. I was Um, curious. So, and I changed it, and it said DJB, Indianapolis Chiropractor, but I recently deleted Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. Worldwide. Just worldwide. Because, yeah, you, you want to, a part of the aligning spines and minds is I'm not just trying to, you know, influence or empower or inspire, like, Indianapolis. Like, Mm -hmm. I do want to have a bigger impact, so. With the... Are there things, like, as a chiropractor that you can help with people outside of Indianapolis? 
Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely, and, you know, I mean, there's big chiropractic accounts that guys, like Dr. Jacob Harden is on mm-hmm. Instagram. He's a chiropractor. His entire Instagram account is exercises. So he's got like 600,000 followers and his entire account is exercises. So, I mean, yeah, you could do that and that would help people, but okay. it's You're done, you know, like there's, there's a lot of chiropractors, right. there's move use, amazing. Yeah, they are. Yeah. PTs. I mean, there's so many cool Instagram stretching exercise accounts that it's like, that's just not me. It's not what I want to do. Like I have a master's in sports rehab. It's not that I couldn't like do exercise mm-hmm. things. And I talk about that with people at the office, but it's just not your bag. Yeah, it's just not, like, what I'm super passionate about. Like, for me, it has been personal growth and personal development, and I like having Aligning Spines and Minds as my hashtag because it truly, if you look on, like, social media, like, it, it's my hashtag. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Have your own hashtag. Like, whenever we did the L2F hashtag, there were some other random things, but now it's, like, completely... Yeah, it's that's pretty all, dope. Yeah, that's you see, cool. You see Alex uh, put last to first on her bib for the mini? Or for the Monumental Marathon? No, I didn't. Yeah. So where you put your name, where it would normally say, it said last to first. That brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> dude, I told her. She sent me a picture of it today, and I got chills. I was like, dude, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you've been... <clears throat> I, I'm sure we've had this conversation, but I really, while we're here, I really appreciate you taking on responsibility and ownership of that. Of what? Of the L2F initiative. Yeah, man. Like, that means a lot. Yeah. And it's helped a lot. And it was cool because when I found out about it, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that. I've already been like trying to do that. that yeah. is, I mean, that's like that's like what chiropractic is. We're trying to bring everybody to health, get them away. Like I was just talking to a patient today. Her husband has been to the ER like 10 times the past month, and he's on like eight different what? medications, and he's just like, not getting answers to things. And I'm like, I know this is crazy, but like, has he ever been adjusted before? <laughs> and did you see him? No, I haven't Not seen him. This was literally a conversation I had today. Eight times to the ER or ten times? It was like ten plus. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, he, and she said he's like, he leaves with a new medication every time he walks out. And I'm like, okay. Jeez. That's not good. Sounds like a good business model, though. It is a good business yeah. model. <laughs> Here, yeah, just come on back next time you're feeling any pain. This will treat this symptom, but then give you... 12 Three to 15 side effects. <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome. I, I love the L2F movement because Indy, I've said this to people recently too because one, one of my good friends is moving back to a, a near my hometown. He's from that area. And I was saying that Indianapolis feels like my home now. I've literally only Same. been here for two and a half years, but like it's home to me. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that you know, we were ranked the unhealthiest major city is, like, sad. Yeah. Especially since we have, like, so, we have a lot of really good things going on here. Right. And and a big thing, like, with chiropractic in general is, you know, getting to the masses, like, making or helping sick people be well. So, I mean, the fact that I live in the worst city for, like, sick people, basically, it it is a huge motivating factor for me to build a bigger brand and build bigger awareness around chiropractic. So that's cool. And I mean, I talk about that all the time. Like that's, we live in such a cool, we're taking, we're taking a picture. (laughs) We live in such a cool time where like no other time in history has been able to do something like this. Like you want to reach everyone in the world you literally just have to come up with some cool, funny, creative video that goes viral, and then boom, you did it. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of the king of the uh, the funny, like branded videos. Like you start doing those, and they crush it every time. Well, d- definition of crush it. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, the days of well, first of all, Instagram's not really a good platform for ha- or quote unquote going viral. Right? Yeah, because you can't share things very easy. Um, but I mean, and it also on top of that, <clears throat> it's such a saturated platform, like the monumental growth. And you, I think we talked about this when you said you were getting on TikTok. the monumental growth comes from, you know, being early to a platform. Yeah. That's how most, most of the, you know, 600,000 follower accounts, they just got a head start. And then all of a sudden they're the first people that are taking advantage of this platform. And so everybody follows them. It's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Um, how's TikTok going, by the way? I haven't posted much. No. I posted okay. 
like six videos. It's just kind of a. <laughs> it's different. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's just it, it feels like it appeals. I feel like I'm a grandpa talking about TikTok, but like it just feels like it appeals to like a younger generation in the mm-hmm. sense that it's only 15 seconds, so like it's a shorter attention span, and there's not really a lot of substance. You ha- it's basically. You make you make a funny video, mm-hmm. like that's it. It has to be like funny or eye catching in some way, I guess. And you only have a hundred characters, so you basically need to hashtag for anybody to see it. And you don't really type a caption; you just type hashtags. Damn, that's what I've noticed because I so I posted six videos. I have one video that has like three hundred views, and I have one video that has fifteen thousand views. Fifteen thousand, right? So how does that correlate to getting followers? I'm sure I'm sure they have followers on TikTok, right? Yeah, I have like 170 followers. Hmm. I've posted six videos. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. I've only followed four people back because I know the four people. The rest yeah. of them are just like, are they real people accounts? I don't really know. You know, there's so many people adding TikTok every day. Like it's yeah. it's a different platform for sure. Yeah, I tried to get on there and just kind of check it out and scope it out to see if it was something that we wanted to do. And I was just like, yeah, God, can't even keep up with our Instagram accounts. There's no fucking way that we can. Right. Do I just really, I really like Instagram. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, TikTok, it's just not for me yet, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still posting like my funny videos on there. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they go. But I think that's the other thing too is like that's. I, I need to know what brand I'm trying to build on TikTok. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I have, like, a, a good group of funny videos, but then once those are up, if that's what people, like, if something went viral and that's what happened, like, that's not what I'm going to continue to do. I'm not going to continue doing, like... Just funny shit. Like, those special effects videos, that, like the one you right. were in. Like, we're not going to rep those out. Like, every like those were, like, $7,000 for five videos. You know what I mean? Jeez. <laughs> I, I didn't get charged. Right. Tra- I traded. I'll be adjusting them and their staff forever. <laughs> <laughs> Videos are expensive as hell. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah, dude, I started doing some for some clients, and my goodness. And I'm skeptical as to their value. I mean, a good video can go a long way, but like anything under a really, really good video, to me, doesn't seem like it does a whole lot. Right. But everybody wants one. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, it's fun, honestly, just because I've had a lot of just through just being consistent. I think with my Instagram, I've had a lot of photographers and videographers reach out and want to do free stuff for me Mm -hmm. just to like practice or do things. So that's been really helpful. I haven't haven't paid for a lot of my stuff. Yeah, that's always well, it's good. (laughs) And they're going to get the exposure. Yeah, that's kind of a cool thing too. just social media in general. I think like when you start building a, a brand people do just want to use you for your exposure, right. yeah. which is cool. Trust me, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, touche. And it's ridiculous, like, a lot of, a lot of, I don't know about you, maybe it's just because, like, we, most of what we do is we promote other people around town or other businesses. Right. People would ask us for the most ridiculous shit <clears throat> and expect us to do it. It's weird. Mm. I'm yeah. sure people maybe are a little bit more respectful since it's like your personal account, but people just ask us to post the most ridiculous. Like, yeah, I haven't had too many people ask me to post stuff, um, which is good because I would feel weird. It's really weird because like there's some things like we had one. Well, yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but like if somebody asks you to, so we're trying to raise money for this person's cancer. I'm like, what am I going to say no to that? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, and so we just will post it, but then. Like, we, we want to do good with our account. That's why we have it. It's right. to do good and, you know, help people in the community. But then there's just people that are just like, if you tell them no, then they get, like, really shitty. I know. And, it's and, it, weird. and it really sucks. I think something I've started to try to get out of, too, is, and, and you used to compliment me on it, was reposting anytime somebody posted something of me. Because I felt like I was getting used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt definitely. like I felt like people would just like do it so that I would repost them on my story. You know, I'm yes. not saying I'm like this big influence or whatever, but I don't know. I just felt like it was happening a lot and I just I didn't want to have like twenty story posts and none of them be me. Can I tell you something? I'm that right there is why I I'm just over it. Like I <laughs> I'm just over it. Yeah, it's because like that has happened so many times for so long, and I'm just I'm just tired of it. 
it's it's worn me down. Like I, yeah, it's weird. I've I've been really working on not feeling bad about it because like I'm you know it's cool to be kind is in my bio and that's like my my favorite saying and mm-hmm. whatever and you know I always want to show love and kindness to everybody but it's it's a hard. I guess I'm I'm trying to show love and kindness to myself first of not feeling bad for not re reposting everybody that posts something about me and mm-hmm. I've been trying to practice saying no to more things or just like just mm-hmm. not I don't have time for this right now especially like going into ownership of pro wellness just because I'll be running like all of pro wellness's social media now too yeah I think what I Mine's not so much like I feel bad if I say no to somebody. It's more along lines like I'm just tired of people expecting me to like to be able to use our our platform. Well, sure. I mean, that's the unfortunate part of life is that people yeah. have expectations of things. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's some heavy shit. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a Tony Robbins quote. It's like, if you never want to be disappointed, start appreciating things and stop expecting things. Tony Robbins is a G. You yeah. listen to a lot of him? Uh, I don't, actually. Who do you listen to? Uh, funny. I was actually... Do you remember that hour-long YouTube video that you said was like super corny and cliche that you sent me that one time? But it was really good. I save it in my notepad, dude. I listen to that thing like probably once a week. Yeah, it's good shit. And it's funny because I there's something new in it that all... Every time. Every time. Yeah. That makes me feel good. I referenced it actually yesterday. So on my story yesterday, I did like <clears throat> 11 life rules or life lessons or whatever and one of the last ones was if you're not where you're at in your life it's probably because you're never fully committed to something that's from that video nice <coughs> yeah and it's really true yeah i mean that was a big thing with committing to pro wellness too because it's like yeah i'm sitting here just like going back and forth and back and forth and it's like why don't i just commit to one and see where it goes i'm only 30 years old if i want an open office someday i still can yeah <laughs> definitely should have enough time government <laughs> The only thing, the thing with those videos, man, is they're they're a great way to get hyped up, but they can be like crack sometimes. Have you ever listened to any of like? I'm sure you get suggestions underneath that one, right? Maybe you listen to it. But I never do it. No. Okay. No. Yeah. It's I have crack. I have three I have three YouTube videos saved in my phone. So the video is actually saved, or just the the link. link? Okay. The link saved. One is four minutes. One is an hour. And honestly, I can't even think of what the other one is because I don't think I watched that one as much. Yeah, I was, uh, I don't know when this was, it was probably like a year and a half ago, I was just like super burned out and like depressed a little bit, and I was just listening to Eric Thomas on uh, Ed Milet's podcast. Well, that's who, and I was like, that's oh who I was, shit, who yeah, is this yeah, guy? Like amazing. I've heard of him, but I never <laughs> actually listened to him, and then I listened to him for like a couple of hours, and then just kind of went down this rabbit hole of these videos, and I mean... They really do make you feel great, but like anything that makes you feel great, you just want more of it whenever you get some of it. But for me, I like the hour-long video that you sent me because I feel like it genuinely hits on everything. It mm-hmm. hits on every small detail aspect that you need, and like that's literally that, that's the one video. I'm like, man, it just it nails it. Yeah. Every aspect of your life, like the simple things you need to do to be happy and successful. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are like more focused on a certain aspect of life too like if i'm struggling with my discipline i'll listen to one of those videos that's focused on discipline right or if i'm struggling with um i don't know motivation which i don't just different areas they have different different areas different videos and they're helpful just they can be something like for me personally i was like damn that was really good and then it's on autoplay and i'm doing something it's like oh well sweet this one's good too just keep rolling with it I appreciate his or that video, I think, because, like I said, it just hammers home habits everybody does. And the one thing that I always take from it is just a constant reminder of, and I, I kind of, this is more of that and my own version, um, like two things I think everybody needs to do to be happy. Two things. Okay. Read books consistently. Mm-hmm. And have a habitual morning routine that you do consistently. <laughs> that yeah, and that's it. I really genuinely think if you can do those two things, you'll be happy. <laughs> and I think there's even more to that. I think, 
I think you take it a step. It, it obviously has have... to do like what's in your morning routine too. Well, but I also well, have I'm what I think a morning routine should be. I'm saying if you do have those two things, then you'll be also having progress, right. which makes every human happy. Yep, that's interesting. And you just thought of that. So the video talks about it. Really, at the end of the video, I think it talks. It hammers home like getting up early. Mm-hmm. Like people like. It's a fact. Like, you should get up earlier. Right. Because you always have excuses for, like, not having time to do shit. But, like, if you just get up earlier, then you can do shit. So then it's not that big of a deal. Um, but then the books thing, yeah, I, I combined the two. That's why I was saying it was, like, it was the video, but also me. I just, like, those are my own things of, like, I really think. Because for me, for me, how I think I've become this, like, at-peace Zen person or whatever was I started reading more than I ever have in my life. I mean, yeah, I went to a counselor and, you know opened up for the first time, but, like, I generally think what's progressed me is constantly reading, constantly listening to things, learning and growing in that aspect, and having a morning routine, because you're filling your morning routine with something for your mind, something for your body, and then something, like, tangible. So, like, meditation, working out, mm-hmm. and then writing down your goals for the day. Yeah. Or doing, like, doing some work that you have. Do you... Do you journal... Are you just writing goals? So honestly, it's funny because I, I don't journal how most people journal. My Instagram is my journal, man. Like that's true. <laughs> my aligning spines and minds posts. Whenever I'm listening to a book or a video or something, or I'm having a conversation with somebody, and somebody says some statement that resonates with me, I put mm-hmm. it in my phone, and then I copy and paste my align like into my aligning spines and minds posts over it. I put like a quote, put it over it, and then. That's my tweet or whatever, and then I just elaborate on why that resonated with me. So essentially, like, my Instagram has turned into my public journal. Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm like, I think it's cool to just share your story and share your journey. Mm-hmm. Do like, you have anywhere, though, that you are writing things down that you're, you're feeling and thinking that you're not really ready to share with people? No. No. No, because I think you should just share it. That's literally my video. So? That, my video that I'm gonna post tonight says that. Yeah. Okay. I just like it's called let it like let your light shine, because that's in, that's in the four minute video. And it's one. It's a, Nelson Mandela or Marianne Williamson. I'm not really sure who said the quote first. I've yeah. I've looked it up yeah, a bunch. Exactly. I, I, I I accredited both of them, but it is. It's when as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And dude, I spent. I just want yeah. If something resonates with me, I need to spit it out to somebody. Because somebody like what if. What if I die tomorrow and nobody gets to hear it? That's a powerful quote. And I spent a summer, and that was my the background of my screen. I would I had it memorized. I don't remember it yeah. now. This well, no, was, that's legit. So my background on my phone is a lighter yeah. to remind me of that. I like that. How does it start, the quote? As we let our own light shine, yeah. we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So the... Is that that's just like part of like the full quote, right? Oh hell yeah, yeah, it's okay. a huge quote. Yeah, it's a long quote. Yeah, it's a powerful passage. I actually I, I put uh, some of it in a caption on one of my Instagram posts, so I will try to quickly go Our to it. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Yep. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. That's some Coach Carter shit too. So we got playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people don't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children. It's not just in some of us, it's in every one of us. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Because we are liberated from our own fears, so are they. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's a fucking dope quote. Dude, this has been a <laughs> for me. So, I had uh, Caitlin's cousin on here early. He's, uh, he plays professional baseball, and he ended it, and he read off the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena quote. You listen to that one? Uh, I think you'd like that one. Uh, maybe. What is it? It's one of my favorites. It's it's really long, but okay. it's basically the man in the arena. So, like, the person doing things should never listen to the people that are in the crowd not doing things. Mm. But they're always the ones that are the loudest trying to tell you how you should do things. Big time. Actually, yeah. that's part of my caption today of my video because I had a naysayer, Jeremy. Good for you, man. I did. You got you got to know when you're when you're yes. putting out when you're putting out nothing but positivity, and somebody hates on it. Good for you. It man. was well, you know about Ben Ben from Go Link. Yeah. Did, did you see how he got like a negative review and he was like super stoked about it? Did you see that? Uh-uh. He got like a one star review on his podcast or something. Really? And he was like yeah. super positive about it. But I genuinely, and I'm not even just saying this to say it, like 
I didn't have a negative reaction to the guy to when I found out or heard about it today. I was just like, huh. When was it? Yesterday? I was like, that's uh, no, it's today. It was this morning. I actually had not tied. I knew I wanted to post the video tonight, but I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to say. And then a guy, a guy messaged me on Instagram, um, DM'd me, and told me about a guy that he was talking to, and he said that that guy, it's like marketing or whatever, showed him my Instagram, said that he wanted to be like me but better. And then he talked about my motivational stuff, and he said he didn't care for all that junk. <laughs> and I was just like, huh. But it's the perfect example. It's like, I mean, it's that classic, like, cliche quote of, you know, you can be the juiciest peach in the world, but some people aren't going to like peaches. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, like, not, no matter what your message is, somebody's going to have something negative to say about it. Yeah. I mean, there's things that like that I don't always get down I don't always vibe with right it's not like I agree with everybody obviously no no, no I'm saying like for like some, like when some of my friends post things mm. but I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like yeah your shit sucks dude right yeah right cause yes. like you and I have different I feel like we have different messages for sure like yours is way more like zen and calm and yeah peaceful and abundant might just like shut the fuck up and do the work for sure absolutely i get that <laughs> and that's yeah no you're absolutely right and that's what it is i think the different strokes for different folks yeah it's different strokes for different folks and i know that and i say that kind of in my caption and i'm just like i've been there like i've been in that guy's headspace where i wouldn't have necessarily liked my post because it is so zen mm-hmm. it is so it's cool to be kind there's nothing that you can say to really affect me because i'm just going to show you love if you come at me with hate well that's the and thing that's a hard thing for an ego and specifically shine. yeah i mean you're just being that lighthouse and let let come who will come yeah. and let go who will go and i think that's you know the if you stick to it to that sort of thing and that approach that's a great thing for your brand yeah right i I just want to be nice to people. It's just, I think it's such a powerful thing. And there's so much negativity in the world and what people are dealing with every day that I know that I can positively impact you when you're around me. Like that woman that came in tonight and was talking about her husband has been in the emergency room however many times and had eight medications. I know that the 15 minutes that she has with me is a highlight of her day. And you've said that since before you got really into the... Well, you've always, you know, aligning spines is, spines and mind has always been your has been your thing since I've known you. But since you've really doubled down on the, you know, the posting and sharing about it and trying to help people in that in that regard, um, you you've talked about that long before that. And I have patients come in, so like my last question I asked somebody before we like walk out of the exam room is, "What are your goals? Why'd you come in? What do you want to get out of this?" Because I want to know one. Do you want me to rack you and crack you and send you on your way? Cool. I'm not the joint, but that's fine. Or rack you and crack. <laughs> like, what, what do you want? Do you want me to go through exercise? Like, what, what are your goals? Why did you come in here? And I'm having more people talk about positivity and mindset and, like, being around me. That's good, man. It's awesome. It's cool. And I want to do that. I bet that brings out... I don't know, this is me making assumptions, but I bet that brings about better results for people as well. Absolutely. Is that part of why you do it? Uh, help, do you think it helps your care more? Or? Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps my care more. It wasn't. I never thought of it like that. I never okay. thought, like, that's why I'm doing it, but, I mean, it definitely does. Yeah. Something to think about. I'm trying to think. I read recently some article about this. It was talking about... Oh, man. I can't remember what it was. Something about, like, a happy doctor, or, like, patients have better results with, like, a happy doctor, or... I think it might have been something like that. It was some study done, which obviously, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, we lost it. Yeah. It's all good. We, uh... Well, I mean, just like being, what is the old saying? Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. I'm pretty no. sure you make a lot of people laugh, right? For real. <laughs> I'm sure that helps the the patients that you have. 
where, so where do you see all of your work going in the next 10 years? Do you see yourself doing chiropractic forever? Do you see yourself more along the teaching side? My ideal life, I die on my 120th birthday after adjusting 10 people. <laughs> okay. Where at? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Where at? Oh, where at? That's a good one. That's a good question. Um, huh. By the time I'm 120, I love you, Andy, but I probably will be somewhere right. warm. Um I've not thought that far. I don't know. So I think my home base... With my wife, who's also 120. Yes, perfect. <laughs> I think my home base will be here always. Yeah, so I agree. Hopefully, you know, by age 120, I've got a few houses, right? Yeah. And one of those needs to be a one-room shack on a beach. Not like a commercial beach, just like on a beach somewhere in the world. Sure. And, like, have some sort of garden that I can tend. Mm-hmm. And just sit there and become one with God as my body passes on. Yeah. That sounds like heaven. I die in the sand and I just disintegrate into sand. <laughs> yes. Back to dust. Return from the de- the dust whence I came. I fucked that up. But yeah, you know, okay. we, we got it. Yeah. 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 Earth. I appreciate it. <laughs> Earth, man. Then hopefully, you know. Caitlin will go, you know, exactly at the same time that I do. Yeah, so ideally, I don't have so you to don't worry have to about live her. without each other. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But yeah, I uh, I never want to quit chiropractic okay. ever, no matter what happens. I just think I truly do feel so blessed. I think it's the best profession in the world, and like I would never want to not be a chiropractor. Hmm. You know how lucky you are to say that. Yeah, I'm sure you think about it a lot. I don't think about very, it a lot. In a very grateful state, it seems like, for the last month and a half or so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little longer. Ironic. I got a girlfriend around that time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the basic tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's been, you know, just like you and I talk almost every day. Yeah. And there's definitely been like a, a different, like I can feel the difference. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, we started this podcast off with the alcohol thing. I was talking to one of my friends. He's a year sober, and he there are some religions. He he like reads a lot on just the different crazy mm-hmm. stuff about being sober, <laughs> and there's obviously religions that just don't believe in drinking alcohol at all. Like it's a mm-hmm. toxin, it's a poison to your body, and it essentially like drains the essence of your spirit. Is the way he put it, and I was like, dude, that's the best way I could really describe it because I felt like I've been getting this like weird sense of clarity in my life and yeah that's about as hippy dippy as we could get is saying it drains the essence of your spirit (laughs) so i was like yeah uh, that works but i think i really truly do man i think that's part of it i uh i can feel it not feel the inflammation leave my body but i can see it Mm -hmm. you can see it i can uh, yeah like i I can see my abs when did you start seeing the difference um Probably like six weeks where I really was like looking at myself and be like, man, I can just like tell the difference in my body. Like you said, I ran track in college, but I drank. So, I mean, I started drinking when I was 19. Yeah, I started drinking alcohol when I was 19. And I always kind of felt, even when I was like, you know, top condition track runner, Mm -hmm. I just looked inflamed. I always felt that way. And it wasn't like I was drinking a ton anyway. I just felt that. And... I feel like I don't, I'm losing that. Like, I'm really excited. So, like, Alex is getting ready to run F45. I'm going to start working out at F45. And, like, I told her, I was like, I'm so excited to start working out with you because this will be the first time in my adulthood where I'm really putting in work and working on my body without alcohol in the equation. Yeah, I'm sure that'll get good results, too. F45 is a fucking great workout. Yeah. And the inflammation, you know, in my brain, everywhere. It's hard to believe, you know, as you were talking, like, I started drinking when I was 19, and I was like, damn, so literally I've gone 10, 10 years, and the longest I've gone without drinking is a month. Right. Well, and same, I did, like, that Advocare 24-day challenge one time, and then I had alcohol on the 25th day with a bunch right. of my friends who came into town, and I had a two-day hangover. Yeah. So now it's another thing. I was like, I don't ever want to drink again because I might die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. 
So I've done a month off twice in the last ten years. Yeah, like I I'm so I'm so motivated by it now. Say the same, like or can like easily say, yeah. I mean, I've never gone a month without a drink since. And I we might drinking. be, and yeah, I know it's hard to say because I don't like my friend groups. Like I know my friend groups, but other people might not drink a lot. I don't. I really yeah. don't know if they. There are plenty of people that don't go out or don't have like social lives and they don't drink a lot drinking is such like a part of the american fabric though it's just like what we do which is another reason why like i want to be different i want to like obviously you know oh surprise surprise i'm a chiropractor like i support legalization of marijuana so Mm -hmm. like why not just start that now why not stop drinking now and fully just go all in on i mean not that i'm not that we're doing anything we're living in indiana so like we're legalizing weed tomorrow but yeah it was good that they decided to stop prosecuting it. Yeah. It's a step in the right direction. A shocking step in the right direction. Right, for sure. I think that caught everybody off guard. Yeah, but it is a good thing. Do you Are you well-versed in like the medical um, benefits or the medicinal benefits of marijuana? I would definitely not say I'm well-versed in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's just a better... It's, it's a better option. The only reason that it's not legal is because... Big Pharma doesn't know how to make money off of it yet because it helps with too many things. Yeah. You know, we're sitting here saying this guy has eight different drugs going into the hospital for the same freaking thing. Right, when it's like, joint, be all right. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that's for everybody, yeah, but know, yeah. you know, when when you're saying that marijuana can help with anxiety and depression and pain, there's three different drugs right there that you could give somebody or more. I started thinking, I just can't get over the fact that I've gone 10 years. You're really stuck on that. Yeah, it's just like blowing my mind. Like 10 years straight, I've been, you know, drinking. Right. Like, I've never had a problem or anything, but it's just like, it's weird that it's such a part of my life. Right. That for 10 years, it's been something I've done at least once a month. I agree. And like for me too, I thought back to when I grew up, my family didn't have alcohol even in the house. Yeah. And my like... My dad drank growing up, like, you know, those mm-hmm. old stories. Like, he grew up in the 60s and 70s. Like, obviously, he right. drank and did a bunch of dumb stuff. But we never even had an alcohol talk when I was in high school. Like, I, I never drank alcohol in high school because it wasn't in the house. It wasn't around me. I would love to be that influence for my kids. Yeah. I think that was a good thing. I was just kind of the same way. Like, we had alcohol in the house every once in a while, but I never... Never once saw my my dad drunk. Never one time. In yeah, my I've never seen drunk. I've seen my mom drunk once, just because she had one drink and she's drunk. <laughs> and that was and that was when I was in chiropractic school. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a good thing to be able to show. But I also, you know, I've seen different the other situation where like the parents are, you know, they're responsible. They have a good time. They do really well. And then sure, their kids it's not to up, say that you can't drink right, and be yeah. responsible. But then, like their kids end up being responsible young drinkers too right. which is so i don't know i don't know which one i'll be i, I actually i think that was honestly kind of a thing for me too though was i i didn't drink in high school so like i started drinking in college and i was an athlete in college so i couldn't drink like a normal college student i was binge drinking whenever we would have that is a normal college a spare, well <laughs> but like not as often so like yeah. i would have one weekend and that that was how i got introduced to drinking yeah. was i was drinking to get drunk with my friends. So I never, I've never really enjoyed just like having a drink. I actually recently was at a comedy show downtown. It was like a week ago or two weeks ago. It was the first time in my life I would say like, I wanted a drink. Yeah. Cause there's a classic saying, you know, when, when you want to drink, have one, when you need to drink, don't. Yeah. And it was the first time where I was just like, I actually, you know, I haven't drank in like two months. I think I could go for a Moscow mule right now. I'm listening to Bob Saget. He's hilarious. Like, it'd be nice to like have a, enjoy a drink right now. That's how, that's how I felt during the Sober October thing. It's like, if I wanted a drink, man, that'd be just so great to have a drink right now. But if I was like, oh my God, what a day. I need a drink. And I was like, oh, no problem. I'm staying strong. Yeah. But instead I got a decaf coffee because I'm an 80 year old man. Decaf, huh? I got a decaf, yeah. It was late. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not like my Americano that I'm drinking right now at 7.45 at night. Oh, I thought you were talking about that was a decaf. decaf. No, this is bumping me up, man. I didn't know how long we were going to talk. I thought we might talk for like three hours. And <laughs> Yeah, so we're 49 <laughs> minutes in, so we got two hours and ten minutes left. <laughs> Hope you guys are ready. Strap in. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I, you know, I honestly, I want to get to like three hour conversations, but goddamn, it's hard sometimes. I've had yeah. a couple conversations that have gone like an hour and a half and like could have definitely continued, but then I've had some that have been like really hard to like really hard to move along. Yeah. And even like in this, even in our conversation right now, we haven't gotten into anything that's like, we just go back and forth for an hour and all of a sudden it's gone. Right. hundred percent. And those, those come. I feel but, the same way. Like we've said some stuff, but it's been a lot of just like back and forth. Yeah. It's, that's good, but it's also like, what, I mean, we've talked so many times, like there's nothing, there's not well, a that's lot what that it I don't is. know it's, about you. It's me and you talking, but this is a Just My Thoughts podcast, so I mean, you're doing it yeah. for fun, but also... Shooting the shit. Yeah, shoot, trying to, almost we'd have to go back and repeat ourselves of what we already know about each other for yeah. the people listening. And it's always weird, like I did that, um, Zach was on the podcast, like... A week or two right. ago. How long have you known Zach? Yeah, and, and <laughs> not only that, but we've podcasted like eight times together. Right. So it's like, all right, well, we've talked about this, we've talked about this, and it was brutal to get started. Yeah. Eventually, we we found our way. I was like, okay, I'm gonna turn this around. Right, because like conspiracy. Like when me and you were like, talking, oh. <laughs> and you're like, what do you want to talk? You're like all of a sudden, I just start talking about my alcohol thing. Like I had no yeah. idea we were gonna <laughs> talk about that at all. <laughs> are you uh, are you a fan of like are you a fan of history at all? Am I a fan of history? That's a really good question. Um, I am. I don't know much about it. Like history yeah. is definitely a class through grade school, middle school, and high school that I blew off. No question. I wouldn't be one of those people on the street, you know, that they get interviewed. They're like, mm, "Who was the first president?" And I'm staring at you blankly. But like, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I definitely. I mean, I I don't know a ton of history. Do you have a favorite like era in world? World history, like favorite time, like ancient Egypt, ancient Rome. Interesting. No, I've I've never really thought on this no. question. I my initial really? my initial thought was now. No, <laughs> well, that was good. That was good. Um, Talk about presence, being present. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually just having this thought today, man. I was I was with a patient, and I was just like so full. I just felt so happy, and I was thinking that I was like, because I really do try to focus on just living in the present moment like because if you do you have nothing to stress about if you can just like so i actually not a lot of people know this because my patients are facing but before i like stopped it's like when doing flexion distraction with a patient and i get ready to stop the table to work on them i'll like kind of put my hands like this and almost kind of like so i'm putting my hands together like i'm praying basically and I basically, like, go into a zone of, like, okay, it's just, like, me and this person now. And it's, like, I'm totally with this person in, like, the present moment. That's a good practice. Yeah. It's good to have these little rituals. Big time. I agree. One of the things, like, this summer I was just running. I mean, you know me by now. I'm just always doing too much. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like, you're spinning your wheels in some of these areas. you got to get some something fixed. And I was listening to a, a video... And I think it was actually Tony Robbins that you were you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about habits and rituals. I was like, holy shit, that's the answer. Yeah. So from then <laughs> on, I made it a point to start building habits and rituals. And these rituals, so a ritual would be like a morning routine. Yep. A habit would be like, well, I guess that'd be a ritual too. Yeah. But habits and rituals, do you have any others, any other habits that you have or rituals that kind of get you in the right mindset for whatever you're about to do uh yeah like i said i i read those first two posts out loud every morning so that starts my day boom right off the bat with some kind of positivity um i meditate really throughout the day that's so key for everybody yeah like i know it's becoming such a cool like not fad but it's becoming a lot more of a thing like there's like meditation businesses now or meditation yeah. like that's shops big or business. whatever yeah. yeah no but it's so important i couldn't couldn't be more on board with that concept um and then i just i say i say more out loud i really do and it's and sometimes it's not even necessarily me saying positivity out loud i'm just like speaking out loud sometimes even to myself just trying to like figure things out i just think there's such a power in hearing yourself say things. Mm -hmm. There's <laughs> definitely some things that you'll think that you won't say. Right. And then if you do say it, if you say that thought, you're like, oh, that's just fucking ridiculous. Right. Get that out of here. 
That and makes like sense. if you're if you're confused about like what you're doing or what your purpose is or what your goals are, just start saying stuff out loud to yourself. Like, I mean, literally, like talk to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, even like for instance, if I'm having like self doubts or something like that, if I were to, I couldn't even say it out loud that I'm doubting myself. Right, like because, say out loud, like why? Why are you feeling this way? Yeah, and like I wouldn't even say that to myself because then, then I like by the time I would get ready to do that, I'd be like, oh, this is just an emotion. This is like just process this and move on, and it's, instead of letting it control you. It's, it's a profound thoughts. I'm definitely a. Uh an overthinker and I try to be as self-aware as possible. So I'm constantly like analyzing why I'm feeling certain ways Mm -hmm. and just always trying to improve on that, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that there's sometimes where it's just like, so whenever you're doing this overthinking, do you ever just realize like, Hey, I'm overthinking like brain or mind chill the fuck out. Or do you always have to go into it and process why you're thinking? Well, I can go back. I mean, I, again, I can go back to meditation if I yeah. feel like I just need to calm down. What do you use for meditation? Any apps or anything? Or you just I'll use Insight Timer or just myself. Use what timer? Insight Timer. What's that? Uh, it's a guided meditation app. Okay. Yeah. I just use YouTube all the time. Yeah. I've never used YouTube, actually. Yeah. There's one dude on there that's just, like, really... Just great shit. Jason Stevenson. I listen to his channel a lot. Okay, cool. I got a really uh, foo-foo meditation story for you that you probably won't like, but I'm going to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is, this is is the stuff where we differ in our, our manlyhood, I guess. It is, man. It's <laughs> okay. Um, but it's one. It's seriously one of my favorite stories to tell. I'm going to make a video. Have you seen, You've seen those videos that I've yeah. done where I'm like walking around. Talking. I should say this. That these foo-foo things that we're talking about like I do believe in them I just don't believe in the way that they're delivered to a lot of people and I don't believe in most of the people that are saying them that they I feel like a lot of people don't believe what they're saying when they put this shit out there Mm, okay sure I got you because they don't practice it It yeah yeah. becomes something cool to say yeah I agree that's my issue with these things um so I was doing a a guided meditation one morning (laughs) I may have told you this before I, I was, it was a woman, and she, I had a hand on my chest and a hand on my stomach. Have I told you this? Mm-mm. And she had me repeat out loud to myself, I love you, I am listening. So I'm literally just sitting here saying, I love you, I am listening, by mm-hmm. myself. To yourself. To myself. Like a minute long, just mm-hmm. saying, I love you, I am listening, by this. By the end of this minute, I am bawling, crying. Huh just bawling because I'm sitting here being like I am a huge giver of love and energy and compassion to people every single day not once in my entire life have I ever said I love you out loud to myself damn how many people have said I love you out loud to yourself I don't know probably I challenge anybody listening to this to do that Seriously, it was crazy. I am just like, I'm, I'm bawling. Because I'm like, like, man, that's, that's crazy. Because everybody's their own biggest critic. I am I am my biggest freaking bully. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, yeah, I'm just my biggest critic and my biggest bully. And mm-hmm. I shouldn't be. Like, it's okay, man. Is there a difference to you between self-esteem and self-love? So, like, you're you're talking about this... So you're doing this, and uh-huh. I can see that, and I can see how emotional that can get, especially for like yeah. somebody that's you know you're doing a lot all the time, and you mm-hmm. probably don't have you probably don't take enough time to think about like how great you are, that kind of thing. I can see that being very powerful for you, and I can see that being helpful for you. Sure. What are your thoughts on? I think self love is um, overused. Not because people shouldn't love themselves, but because people put self-love and self-esteem in the same, the same, like, almost like they're interchangeable. And I don't think that they are. So, 
as you were talking there, I Googled define self-esteem because I wanted to kind of Mm -hmm. have something to talk. So the definition of self-esteem is a confidence in one's own worth Mm -hmm. or abilities and then self-respect. Self-love says regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Chiefly considered as a desirable rather than narcissistic characteristic. So self-love is a regard for one's well-being and happiness... And self-esteem is one's worth or abilities. So, I feel that, though. Um, I guess maybe in my mind, self-esteem would be along the lines of confidence. Self-love would be along the lines of, you know, like, just love. Like, caring for yourself. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. So, I think going back to what happened with me is... I've never had a self-esteem issue. I've right. had self-love issue. Totally. I can totally vibe with that, and I've yeah. felt that a million times. I'm going to try that. What was that? It was just on your app? Yeah, it was on Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. I, can try, I can try to find Insanity. I've done it multiple times since yeah. then. There's one that I did. Um, well, I can't say that one. <laughs> I'll say it to you. <laughs> just because there's a... Yeah. We'll we'll cover this one another time. I'll just go ahead and get right back on here. Just pause it at that time. We're back. Okay. Yeah, we'll just hop off and pause it. Cool. So, I am very much wanting to be transparent about things on Just My Thoughts podcast, but that is something that we'll have to come back to. Nothing that I'm hiding from anybody, just something I haven't shared with everybody. Right. We'll get to it. But yeah, so like I, these guided meditations have been, they've been great. Like I've, you know, so one exercise that I've really liked was meeting my future self. Mm. Um, so That's it's just like dope. a guided meditation and then you meet, you know, it helps you build out who you think you want to be and you meet that person and just engage and see what it's like for them. And that's, that was a really good exercise for me. That's really cool. Me and Kayla were doing like, I have this like box of cards that's relationship, like getting to know your partner, like type questions. And one mm-hmm. of the questions was talking about, you know, visualize yourself in 10 years. But like specifics, like mm-hmm. what do you look like, who are you with, yep. where's your house, blah, blah, blah. And it was cool because I was like, I don't know. You don't necessarily think of those types of questions when you're thinking about that. It was cool because I was like, what do I look like? I still have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I think you do too. I was like, it's me now. That's funny. <laughs> the... Um... How so? Do you do a lot of visualization whenever you're doing your meditating? Are you mostly just no. trying to get present? The only thing that I'm visualizing is my lungs inhaling and exhaling. Okay, that's it. And just become empty, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I am so go 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 throughout the day, and like I'm having a billion different conversations with patients throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, literally each patient's energy is different from one or the other. You know, you could be having a maintenance patient, then you'd be having somebody 10 out of 10 low back pain, and then somebody come in that's pregnant. I mean, you're having so many different emotions, so many different different conversations every day that mm-hmm. it can super be emotionally and, like, mentally draining. So, like, having, starting my day with reading positivity and meditating is, like, I have to do that. Yeah. That's good. So you're doing it every day. Mm-hmm. And... It's good to have that discipline. I've never made it to where I meditate every day for a very extended period of time. I always get like, I don't know if, bored's not the right word. I always get distracted. Yeah. Busy. Busy is my, that's my, my cardinal sin is busy. So I don't have time for that. I'll do it later. I feel that though. And then the biggest thing I've really been trying is like always making sure I listen to a book on the way to work. Yeah. Because it sucks because, like, I have, I have an hour in the car every day, 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back, basically, but... Automobile University, baby. You've got, you know, phone calls to mm-hmm. somebody, that boom, you just took up 20 or 30 minutes, or if you do want to listen to music or something. But I've really been trying to make books in the car a more consistent thing, too. Because mm-hmm. that's so easy, especially in the morning. You get in your car and you're just like... I'm still, you know, a little tired. I don't necessarily want to put on E.T. and listen to him right now. (laughs) (laughs) Or put on a book and listen to it right now. And with a lot of my books, too, I try to 
go along and like type stuff out in my notepad. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you finish Stillness is the Key? Yeah. What do you think? Dude, it was funny because I was sitting on it. Have you, did you finish it? Yeah. I called you actually a couple, like, a, I don't even know. I called you recently. Yeah. You didn't so answer, but I wanted to talk about the book. That's I want to talk about this, me not answering your calls. My phone is on permanent do not disturb. So if I don't answer your call, if you call mm. right back, I'll answer it. I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. I, it was something I had to do. <laughs> I actually, it's funny you say that. I have started putting my phone on do not disturb at nighttime. Yeah, I've, great, I've never, I've never done that before. Um, but I just kind of got to the point where, and again, not like I'm like Mr. Popular, but I was, you know, I'd get DMs and text messages and I'm hanging out with Kayla and it's like, I want her to have like all my attention right right now. Like, um, it's eight o'clock at night and Mm -hmm. I don't want to have, I'm playing, I usually play like music through a speaker in my apartment and it's like, we're hanging out and talking or whatever. And I was like, I don't want disruptions. Right. So, so I know we got to take a break real quick. Um, it's now in one minute. In one minute. Sorry, guys. I gotta post to Instagram. <laughs> hey, man. It's There's all specific good. specific times. You taught me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. I try. I try to post between eight and nine every night. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of work, man. Not yeah. every night. Sorry, if I'm posting eight to nine, I oh, don't. Okay. I don't try to put the stress on myself of posting every day, but I do try to post like four or five times a week. Really? I thought you do post every day. It seems like that because yeah. I do post a lot. But. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all my tags are from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I ran out of emoji comments. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to be good about... All right, we'll take a break. My bad. I'll be right back. Oh, you're good. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I get my money right. Get my money right. 